you for joining us for the Help for Wounded Spirits broadcast. We exist to help those wounded and suffering through life's trials. Here is our host and best-selling author, Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you. We certainly hope this finds you well and in the arms of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He alone is worthy. He alone uh, is the reason that we're connecting. He alone is why we're here. Kevin, it's a Friday. I always like Fridays, but, you know, Friday to me generally means I'm on an airplane somewhere. I'm somewhere else. Uh, But I've always loved Fridays. And how's your Friday going, brother? Mm, It's going great, brother. I'm excited to be here. It's always a great thing to do on any day. Yeah, yeah, we, we're both uh, big supporters of Greenville, South Carolina area, and just being able to hang out together and and uh, just with the work that God's doing. I'm thankful for Kevin. I'm thankful for that. Keep him in your prayers. Uh, keep his coach in your prayers. We got some word. We're about 45% uh, percent of the monies needed to fix the coach. So if you're in a position to pray about that or work with your church, I'd encourage you to do that. And I believe God will honor that for you. You get a 100% uh, tax receipt seat. You can take it off your taxes. And, and so, Kevin, I, I have a question here about Noah. It says, in, in Noah's ark here, it says, of what wood was Noah's ark made? Sheet of wood or acacia wood. It was made with gopher wood. Yeah. Uh, oh, so, oh, so folks. Where I, did I get sheet of wood? That's a, that's a wood in the Bible. Help. A, hey, help. Folks, can I, can I tell you? I'm going to look it up. Can, can, is it the same wood? Please let it be Genesis 6.14. And, let uh, it be, let it be uh, the same wood. Folks, so he's he's trying. He's he's scrambling over there. And well, he's scrambling. Let me introduce this next servant in dwelling. And, and you know, I, I believe God is doing a work through humility on Kevin right now. And uh, uh, I'm really excited. Uh, Go for Barky Barky. How did I miss uh, that? It's okay, brother. It's okay. Ah. Uh, yeah, I mean, no one's judging you. You know, uh, judge not lest she be judged. <laughs> we talked about that yesterday or day before. Uh, but we continue on, and we're looking for some words. And what, some of the words that we came up with for you guys, this is really important. And, and we talked about the Holy Spirit, the promise of the Holy Spirit. And today we want to talk about the indwelling power uh, that comes with the Holy Spirit. And we're going to see in... Monday's broadcast coming up next Monday. Uh, but it says in, in John 14, 26, we're not going to get there today, but the verse says, but the comforter, which is the Holy ghost whom the father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things. Now folks, it's not saying once in a while, little things, this, that, and another thing. It's saying all things and bring all things to your remembrance. I've seen God do that where I'm working with somebody or I'm preaching and out of nowhere, the Holy spirit of God will prompt me and remind me of something. And and that's what the Bible's talking about there. And that is so exciting. And, uh, and, and then the Bible says, you know, when Ro- there's so many opportunities for verses here, but over in Romans eight twenty six it says, likewise, the spirit also helpeth our infirmities for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings, which cannot be uttered. And uh, the Holy Spirit helpeth with our infirmities. The Holy Spirit is a comforter, and uh, he's going to teach us all things. He's going to bring all things to remembrance. And, you know, Kevin, when we look at indwelling power, uh, we're looking at greater than any power on this earth, brother. 
Yeah. You know, the remarkable thing is that God would dwell in us. <clears throat> and again, we've been talking about that this week is that he is here in lieu of his physical presence with us. And Jesus put it this way in John 14, 17, the spirit of truth, which the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him for he dwelleth with you. That's in the present when Jesus was talking, he dwelleth. So the Lord is that spirit, Jesus Christ and the spirit or Godhead, different persons of the Godhead as far as the Trinity, but he dwelleth in with you and shall be in you. So again, there's this three phases. There's Jesus with us, and then it was the Spirit in us, which is a, a greater thing. And then there is Revelation where it says, it is finished, the tabernacle of God is with man, and 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 we shall be with him forever. So the the culmination is where he will be in us and with us. But um, we today are in that second phase where Jesus is not with us physically like he was with the disciples, but he is he is in us. He says, uh, "Christ in you, the hope of glory." Christ in us. So the indwelling of Jesus Christ means he's taken up residence. He is living inside of us. Our body is the temple of God. What's a temple of God mean? It means the glory, the Shekinah glory of God, like it was in the temple, the Old Testament that filled the temple and sometimes made it so the priests could not minister by reason of the glory that was there. He is inside of us, and I love it when he fills this temple of of our humanity and just takes over. And I'll be honest with you, I live for that. I, I, I don't see it enough, but I was driving to church last Sunday morning, and, and let me tell you, the God's glory just fell on me as I was listening to some music, and I was praying, and I was praising God, and then I got praying for other people. And you know what? There's something about crying to God when he's catching those tears and soothing your heart so much that it just, you feel like you're on a, it's the wind from another world, Doug, kind of yeah. blowing through your life. Blow and blow. I love our God, and I'm so thankful, as Kevin was just saying, he's there. And uh, sometimes he'll show up in that song on your radio. Sometimes he'll show up in that thought in your mind. Mm -hmm. But he's always there. Mm -hmm. He's always there. And we quench him. What does the Bible say we do the Holy Spirit? We quench him and we, what's the other one? Uh, grieve him. Oh, man, don't do that. Yeah, don't do us. that. Lord, help us stay right with you. And we continue on with the life of Christ. We find ourselves in the book of John, chapter 14, starting in verse 18, covering so much good stuff here. And uh, we're, we're coming up to where Christ is uh, is going to be crucified. And, and there's so much going on. And, and Jesus is dealing with his disciples. And as you can imagine, there's a lot of upheaval. It's like knowing someone is leaving. Kevin gave that great example of knowing someone's leaving. I'll never forget the night before I left for the army. I joined the army night before I left. You're crying, you're messed up, and you just want to put your head down, suck it up, and do it and say, this is part of life. But it's okay to say, God, help me, help me with this stuff. And, and the Bible says, help us. And these disciples are saying, help us. And brethren, we need to go to God and say, help us. Uh, the Bible says, starting in verse 18, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. 
Yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more, but you see me, because I live, ye shall live also. At that day, ye shall know that I am in my Father, and ye in me, and I in you. He that hath my commandments keepeth them, and he it is that loveth me, and he that loveth me shall be loved by the Father, and I love him, and will be manifest myself to him, the promise of Christ's presence. Can I tell you the promise of Christ's presence is alive in you? Christ ministers you to you through the Holy Spirit of God. He saves you. You get the Holy Spirit of God. You got the whole Trinity there in your heart, folks. Mm-hmm. You got everything you need. You've got indwelling power and in the, in the promise of Jesus' presence. So he's, he's given these disciples a promise and he says, I'm leaving Uh, but he's telling them that he will not abandon them and uh, that he will come in a different way. And I want Mm -hmm. you to know that God comes in that different way to us. And, and, uh, and he goes on and he talks about the world's unperceiving eyes. And he acknowledges that in a little while, the world will no longer see him. And folks, we talked about that yesterday with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's not for everybody. It's for those who accept Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. as the Lord and Savior. So he's going on and he's saying, listen, the world doesn't get this. Brethren, have you ever went through and say, why in the world are those people so crazy and saying, uh, you know, that uh, you can be pro-choice and you can kill babies and you can do this and people don't matter, but whatever you do, uh, make sure you don't take down a tree because there might be an owl in there mm-hmm. and that owl may be pregnant and we don't want to kill any living owls in that owl's belly. I was reading an article the other day and then the last statement the guy made was and, and you worry about abortions and you don't care about owls and uh and 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 folks and why do people think that way because they're not indwelled with the trinity they're not indwelled with the holy spirit of god Mm. uh, with with god the father god the spirit god the son uh the father son and spirit dealing with them working in their hearts and 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 there's an assurance here there's there's something here that's bigger than us and and god's saying he that hath my commandments and keepeth them He it is that loveth me, and he that loveth me shall be loved by my Father, and I will love him and will manifest myself into him. Say, well, how how does he manifest? He manifests us with the Holy Spirit. This is some big stuff, folks. There's an indwelling that's so powerful, so real. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in this world. You have the Holy Spirit of God right now ministering to you. You have the entire triune God. Hang with us. We'll be right back. return shortly. Meanwhile, you're hearing this music while radio stations are identifying themselves and broadcasting advertisements. serve a great God, Kevin, and he indwells. I mean, just to know that, that God can minister to me right now, and he does. Mm. Well, so many things you said there, Doug, were just just powerful because um, this whole thing of the dwelling of God with man in man is, is it's incomprehensible, but yet he does leave us clues. He leaves us little markers to understand 
to understand as much as we can understand, as much as he wants us to understand, that um, just like God dwelling inside of us is 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 the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit's like oil. So really, we are like our spirit is is really like the wicking agent, and he lights us, he fuels us. He, we don't have to fuel ourselves. All we have to do is make ourselves available to be set on fire. And when he dwells inside of us, the Bible says, be not drunk with wine, wherein his excess would be filled with the Spirit. In other words, don't self-medicate. Don't try to come up with your own comfort. Jesus said, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. The comforter will come. Jesus Christ said, the spirit of God will be living inside of you and will flow through you like oil through the wicking agent, through the wick of a candle. And uh, as he as He fills us, our spirit unites with God's spirit. And, and there's some kind of a union there <laughs> where God does Amen. a miracle and in fact, I love the, the, the term in the scripture, Proverbs twenty twenty seven. the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. And Psalms eighteen twenty eight says, for thou wilt light my candle, the Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. <clears throat> so we have we have this, this, this connection to God. Our spirit is connected with God's spirit in such a living, vital way that he can light us on fire. He's, he's inside of there. It's not a question of how much of God we have. We've got all of God. We are complete in him. The question is how much of us he has. And if he has all of us, that means that our wick is <clears throat> being cleansed by the oil flowing through us you know the medium is cleansed by the me by the media that flows uh or by the the fuel that flows through it and just like a car you know i've got uh if you've ever changed a fuel pump in a car uh these some of the fuel pumps anyway they are cooled the electrical pump the electric pump is cooled by the flow of fuel through it and if you run it dry it will lose its lubrication. It'll burn out. It'll melt down. And so <clears throat> we have to keep our, the, the fuel flowing through us. It's a vital connection. Our Lord can fill us and do so much more in us and through us than we could ever do if we try to medicate ourselves or comfort ourselves or make it make it all all okay by ourselves. The worst thing to do is to go through trauma alone. The best thing to do is say, Lord, this book says that there is something available for me that I desperately need right now. And it starts with comfort. So Lord, I may not get the answers like Job to what he never did find out what why he suffered so much, but he got comfort. And so the Lord in us is, is bringing to us the thing that we desperately need as a baseline, and that is comfort and the working of God through this vessel. The Comforter has come, the Comforter has come, the Holy Ghost from heaven, the Father's promise given. Oh, spread the tidings round wherever man is found. The Comforter has come. Amen. There's some excitement, excitement yeah. about that. You know, the, the hymnist, he's, he really gets that there. And, mm-hmm. and, but, you know, when, when the Holy Spirit comes within us, uh, we, sh- we share this eternal life and this eternal hope. 
And, uh, and folks, the Holy Spirit can remind us of that. Now, now my friend Kevin a minute ago said a couple things. We talked about quenching. We talked about grieving the Holy Spirit of God. And, well, what does that? Sin does that. Mm-hmm. What does that? A hard heart does that. Mm-hmm. And, and so you say, well, Brother Doug, what, what do I do? Well, when you're involved in sin, where you're watching the wrong things, doing the wrong things, thinking the wrong things, going down the wrong road, you're either quenching mm. or grieving the Holy Spirit of God. Mm. And I don't, I don't want that in my life. And Kevin was just mm. giving us the example of an internal combustion engine and pumping, you know, lubricant through things and keeping everything moving. And, and, and folks, I don't know about you, but I need the Holy Spirit. It has to be the most vital thing of my being. Mm-hmm. It has to be the most vital thing in any of our lives. We have the assurance here through that Holy Spirit of Jesus' presence in our life. Mm-hmm. And, and you'll say, well, how is this guy so godly? How is this guy? I had a guy tell me one time that he had met a man and uh, he was too heavenly minded to be earthly ground. That's the stupidest thing I ever heard. <laughs> and man, I want mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit of God to flow through mm-hmm. me. Ah. Uh, I want the Holy Spirit of God to help prompt me when decisions need to be made. And I'll tell you, folks, when we're down on ourselves, and I am, and I got to tell you, man, I'm fattening up for Thanksgiving already because I had that surgery. So I've had like five weeks of doing nothing. I went from working out two and a half hours a day, two hours a day to nothing. And and I'm eating everything that's not attached, man. I, <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I, I'm so fat, I have oh, to me. make two trips to my car right now. <laughs> and, uh, but, but you know what? It, I can think this about myself. The Holy Spirit says, stop it. Stop that right now. Christ loved you so much that he died for you. There's a, your, your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit of God. So don't grieve it. Don't quench it, Kevin. You know, we gotta, we gotta be open to God. And we do that through reading God's word, through praying, being open to the changes that God can make in our life and trust in God with who and what he can make from us. Mm, someone said quenching the spirit is saying no to God's yes. Whenever God wants to do something, we say no. Grieving the spirit is saying yes to God's no oh. when God doesn't want something done. And we're like, yes, I'm going to do it anyway. And, um, yeah, it's like you said, it's sin. But, um, you know, praise the Lord, we've got a God who true to his word actually does come through and uh and get the work done through us so doug i i don't want to be the kind of guy who just um you know that looks good on the outside and doesn't have the power of god and the power of spirit i've been there i've been there for long periods of time don't ever want to be there but guess what i'll be there again um you we've been talking about internal combustion engines and that kind of thing you know a car without fuel a car without oil may look the same as any other car you've got a, a nice car there in your garage um as nice as that car is you know i mean it's not like a million dollar car or anything like that, but it's as nice as that car is could you imagine if it didn't have any fuel in it and so mm-hmm. Debbie's driving it around town, but guess what? Doug's back there pushing it wherever it goes. Everyone in the town's like, you know what? That's a nice car, but it is weird. Well, there's something weird about that thing. Everywhere, you know, it's going slow, and it's Doug's pushing it. And Debbie does a good job driving, but it looks like a beautiful car. Well, a Christian may look good, but you know what? If we are lacking the power of God, people are like, what's wrong with that? Yeah. 
And, and, and folks, and what a great example. You know, we have everything we need to move and serve God, to move out and serve God. We have the fuel. Uh, not only do we have the fuel, we have all the computer programs on board. We have all the knowledge that God has. Uh, he can do all kinds of things with us. But if we don't turn those, if we don't open a gift, is it really a gift? And, uh, and folks, here's God trust in his love, trust in the eternality, trust in the power of the Holy spirit, Mm -hmm. that indwelling power will change your life. Mm -hmm. The indwelling power, if you accept it now, if you're walking around saying I'm fat, I'm ugly, everybody hates me. Nobody loves me. I'm going to the garden to dig (laughs) some worms, man. You're grieving the Holy spirit. Uh, and stop Mm -hmm. that. Don't be down on yourself. Don't be handicapping. You know, when you handicap yourself, you're handicapping God. Just think yeah. about it, friends. That's how that's how serious, and that's a yeah. bad thing. Yeah, that's that's limiting bad. God. Hey, I know this is Black Friday, and we should have recognized Thanksgiving yesterday. But we just want to say, you know, happy belated Thanksgiving. Uh, have mm-hmm. a good Friday out there today. Stay safe. Uh, those deals aren't as good as they look. Just enjoy your family. Hug them all close. We mm-hmm. sure do love you. Thanks for tuning us in. You guys are awesome, and we give thanks for you every single day. Thank you for listening to our broadcast. At Help for Wounded Spirits, we believe the Bible and place great importance on you having a personal relationship with your Lord and Savior. The Bible delivers a clear and simple message of salvation, outlining how you can begin your personal relationship now. First, recognize that you are a sinner, as all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, Understand that there is a cost to our sin, as the wages of sin is death. Third, realize that Jesus alone paid that price. To receive salvation, simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart that He alone can save you, and He will. If we can help you with your salvation or to direct you to a local church, please do not hesitate to contact us. For additional helpful resources, including our new TV series, more information, or to donate and support this crucial ministry, please visit us at WoundedSpirits.com. May God bless you.